And welcome to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah. I'm the owner of the Maya Tea Company, and we are taking back tea time, making tea fun and accessible for everyone. For our second show, our focus is going to be on making an excellent cup of tea. We're going to jump right into the hot water, literally and figuratively, and get you our tips for making an excellent cup of tea at home. Surprisingly, the first tip that I give to most people about making a great cup of tea has nothing to do with tea or the leaf itself. 99% of your cup or glass of tea that you are consuming is actually water. So water quality is of the utmost importance. It simply does not matter how expensive your tea or your cups or your tea preparation vessels happen to be. If your water is of poor quality, the tea will be of poor quality. So how can we ensure that we have excellent quality water? How do we even know what excellent quality water is? So the big tip that I give to people is that if your water tastes good to you when you're drinking it at room temperature, it will make good tea. Now, in ancient times, the Chinese have the longest history with tea, and tea is an in intimate part of their culture. And they were vigilant about water quality for their excellent high-end teas. And by their standards, it was said that the water that should be used for tea ideally comes from mountain streams created by the melting snow and even to that degree to come from the center of the stream now assuming that we do not have a gunga like din gunga din character in our lives that will carry water to us from the center of a mountain stream made of melting snow we're going to have to figure out how to great get this great water ourselves and we have some tips for that First of all, most municipal water sources are not ideal. I travel around the country, and more often than not, the water that comes out of the taps in most of my hotel rooms and most of the places that I stay is really not that good tasting. So in some form, most people have a filtration system that you need to do in order to just have good water. So the first thing to to stay if you've got a filtration system in your home is stay up to date with the filters themselves I can't tell you how many homes I've gone to where the the water comes out of the refrigerator and is uh, is supposedly filtered and if you were to taste the water it doesn't taste good and then you ask them when was the last time you changed their filter and they go uh, we've never really changed the filter and so there's a filter in the back that requires changing I also am guilty I have a, a pitcher a water filtration pitcher that sits uh, uh, next to the sink where we fill the water and it drains and it goes through a filter and there's our water that we use for tea and that we use for drinking water and lo and behold, I am absolutely guilty of not changing that filter often enough. I literally do wait until the water just simply does not taste good, and then I change it. And so, of course, towards the tail end, my water doesn't taste good, and neither does my tea. So staying ahead of those filters is a really, really good thing. If you're bringing in water that has been bottled that you are drinking, here's a couple of things to be aware of. Good-tasting tea does require some minerals, some total dissolved solids. Things like 
calcium, sodium, iron, and other things to give the water flavor as well as reactivity. So therefore, distilled water is a bad idea. Water that is softened, reverse osmosis systems that take out virtually everything from the water and leave you with pure H2O are actually not that great tasting and actually don't make a great cup of tea. So you want some, some minerals in them. Ideally, the bottled water that you're getting is spring water or it may say glacier water. Those generally will make the best cup of tea. So just to ensure that uh, we hone this tip down to its finest point, if the water tastes good to you when you're drinking it at room temperature, again, it will make an excellent cup of tea. So that's our first tip. When we come back, we're going to get after the uh, second rule that we go by. And guess what? We're still not talking about the leaf or the tea. Uh, we'll talk about that on the other side of the break. You're listening to Steeping Around. Susan, what's happening? So, um... I'm going to need you to stay a little later today. Uh, we need to play a little catch-up. If you could do that for me, that would be great. Need a little something to help you push through your workday? Forget that created in a chemistry lab five-hour energy beverage. We've got something better. A delicious drink that will give you the jolt you need plus health benefits. This drink increases metabolism and attention span and decreases the risk of cancer, diabetes, and heart problems. Can you guess what it is? If you said tea, you're a genius. The Maya Tea Company offers a huge selection of decadent tea blends at an unbeatable price. So whether you're in the mood for something light or bold, hot or cold, Maya Tea has just what you need. And even better, you can get it right from your desk. Just log on to www.mayatea.com, that's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com, and save an extra 15% of your hard-earned paycheck by entering the word STEEP in the coupon code. You know, STEEP, as in steeping around. No problem getting through today. Welcome back to Steeping Around. I'm your host, Manish Shah, and we're going to jump right back in to our tips for making an excellent cup of tea. Tip number two for making an excellent cup of tea is be sure to use the correct amount of tea with the correct amount of water. So let's sort of clarify what I mean by all of that. Most of the tea consumed in this country is consumed using tea bags and most of you at home have those tea bags in your cupboard and those tea bags will contain anywhere from two to two and a half grams worth of tea now those two to two and a half grams worth of tea should be used for about six to eight ounces per cup so six to eight ounce cups are ideal for a single tea bag. Now, 
while I would love to think that our audience for this show is international, I suspect that most of the people listening are right here in the good old U.S. of A. And one of the things that the, that we definitely are all about here in the United States is big, bigger, and biggest. If you've ever been to Europe and had a $3 cup of 6-ounce warm Coke, you know what I'm talking about. We use big cups. I challenge any of you to take the mug, your favorite mug that you use to make tea with, and find out how much is actually how much water does that mug really hold? And most of you will probably find that your mug is somewhere between 12 and 14 ounces. It's not uncommon to have a 20-ounce mug. I have seen that regularly in people's cupboards. I'm going to kind of highlight a particular story that I think is funny that really displays this in all of its glory. I travel frequently, and at the airport when I was leaving, I ordered a cup of tea, and the nice lady behind the counter gave me a single tea bag of very inexpensive tea in a 16-ounce cup and charged me just over $4 for that cup. And fine, I drank it, no problem. I got on the airline, and as we were flying, I said, about halfway through the flight, it was a long flight, they asked me what would I like to drink. I said, you know what, I'll have another cup of hot tea. And I was given the very same tea bag in an 8-ounce styrofoam cup for free. And what's interesting is, which cup do you think was actually better? The truth be told is that it was the 8-ounce cup because it was the right amount of tea for the right amount of water. So that little story should highlight for you the importance of ensuring that you measure those two things up correctly. Now, for those of you who are using loose leaf tea, first of all, thank you very much for using loose leaf tea. We're big proponents of that. But you've got the same question. How much tea do I use? And the same answer applies. It's two and a half, two to two and a half grams for every six to eight ounces of water. Now, a lot of people have trouble doing that and use the, the uh, method of uh, measurement using... Um, spoons, a, a teaspoon. And there's a lot of confusion as to whether to use a teaspoon that you would use for baking, which is generally too small. And then there's a variety of different spoons in your house, ranging from soup spoons to cereal spoons and so forth. And those are sort of classified as teaspoons. But to really hone this in, you really want to get it to two to two and a half grams per six or eight ounces of water. One of the common mistakes that I find typically for people who are making loose leaf tea is the tendency to put too much tea. Just like people who are using tea, tea bags generally don't use enough, are using too much water for each tea bag, loose leaf tea users tend to do just the opposite. It is, again, our tendency as Americans that if something doesn't taste right, we put more in. And sometimes when somebody is making a cup of loose leaf tea or a pot of loose leaf tea and the tea doesn't taste quite right, the tendency will be, you know what, maybe I should put in more. And they put in more and the tea goes bitter because there's just too much in that pot. At the bottom, sometimes I see that it's like a nest of tea leaves. And so... Again, we want to emphasize, we're talking about two to two and a half grams for each six to eight ounce cup of tea. Usually a simple cereal spoon 
will is about that measurement. When we come back, we are going to answer our question of the day. So please stay with us. You're listening to Steeping Around. Summer's here, and it's about time you traded in those thick-walled tea mugs for a tall glass filled with, you guessed it, ice. There's no better way to beat the summer heat than by sipping an ice-cold glass of refreshing tea, and the Maya Tea Company is here to help. With endless variations of green, black, and herbal teas featuring the finest flavors of summer, including peach, raspberry, and citrus, we've got just what you need to coast through the season. So get out that lawn chair, grab your favorite magazine, and pour yourself a celebration of summer. Log in to www.mayatea.com, that's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com, and save 15% on your order by typing steep in the coupon code. And we're back to Steeping Around. I'm your host, Manish Shah. And in our last segment, as is customary, we like to answer the question of the day. We'd like for these questions to come from you, the listener. If you'd like to contact us and send us your tea-related questions, the easiest way to do so is to email me at steep at mayatea.com. That's S-T-E-E-P at MayaT.com. The show also has a Facebook page. You can search Facebook using the words steeping around and you should be able to find our Facebook page. We would appreciate it if you would uh, give us a shout out and uh, like us on our Facebook site. You can also do the same to on for our Maya Tea Company website and Facebook site, that's Maya Tea Company on Facebook or www.mayatea.com. So please send us your questions. Our question today is actually connected with our last segment about how much tea to use. And the question I'm often asked is, how do I know what two to two and a half grams of tea, of loose leaf tea, is how do I measure it out? How do I know? And there are a couple of things that I recommend to users, and we're going to pass this tip along to you. There's two ways to do it. One is visual, and if you're using most, you're using loose leaf tea, most loose leaf tea is about the same consistency. It varies here and there, but most of it's about the same consistency. And if I was trying to measure out two to two and a half grams, what I would usually do is sort of pat the tea flat on the palm of my hand. And if it's about the size of a quarter, quarter to maybe a half dollar, but somewhere in between there, that's usually about two to two and a half grams. If the tea happens to be somewhat bulkier, something like a chamomile or a white tea, which is really light and very leafy, then you might want to make it a little bit bigger or slightly rounded. So that's one way of measuring out the proper amount of loose leaf tea for a cup. Another way 
you can actually find in your piggy bank. Not much use for those pennies anymore, sadly, but guess what? A penny weighs exactly two and a half grams. So if you close your eyes and you sort of put a penny in your in your hand, and then you put in loose leaf tea that weighs about that same amount that you can feel, that's another great way of measuring it out. For those of you who happen to be having tea for two or a perhaps a larger cup, maybe a 14-ounce cup. A nickel is also a good option. You can use two pennies, but guess what? A nickel weighs five grams. So if you have a nickel in your hand and you weigh out that much for tea, that's good for about two cups as well. So that is our question of the day. As we leave you here, I want to uh, encourage you to have a little homework. First thing, get your water quality correct. Get those filters changed. Make sure you have some great tasting water in your home or wherever you're making tea. And also, get your ratios correct. Remember, one tea bag or two to two and a half grams of loose leaf tea for every six to eight ounce cup that you're making. I promise you, you follow those two things and your cup will improve dramatically. We're going to continue next week with two more huge tips on making a better cup of tea. So we look forward to hearing from you during the week and hope that you'll listen again. So bottoms up and thank you for listening to Steeping Around.